0: Let me tell you what happened before, before okay. I do this, so i could, I'll decide if I'm going to keep it in or not that's why so i was I was in a um I was logging into a like a large group meeting mm-hmm. uh, the other day for work on Thursday, I think it was and um <clears throat> so we were all just like in the waiting room waiting for this meeting to start, and it actually turns out that they somehow sent out two meetings, so a group of us were in the wrong just in a meeting that no, that wasn't happening people were already presenting anyway um so I, I, I saw, sign in through my computer on Microsoft Teams and then I, I take my computer with me because it's going to be a visual thing that I want to watch to go make myself some breakfast mm-hmm. and I see uh, the cat playing with um, playing with something uh-huh. and uh-huh. Uh, that it shouldn't be and I yell hey little n-word but I didn't say n-word <laughs> and I, w- <laughs> I wasn't on mute oh no oh no <laughs> <But> <laughs> the thing is no <laughs> one no one said anything um, it like it never came up but I'll tell you this every time I got like a meeting invite or anything like that, or like an email, my heart sank. I'm like, this is it. (laughs) I'm I'm fired. (laughs) I'm gone. Oh, no. So I screamed the N-word on a a, a meeting. Luckily, though, it was the wrong meeting because the actual meeting I was supposed to be in had 300 people in it. And the one one I was in probably had like 30 or 40, which is still a healthy amount. And I think one of them was my boss. But uh, no one said anything. And and, uh, here I am standing to tell the story well, well we'll knock on some wood for you jared because that is, that is quite a crazy
1: story oh, oh my
0: gosh <clears throat> that
1: uh did the cat stop playing with whatever it was sto- supposed to stop uh, playing with? i don't even know I, I think i blacked out at that moment first <laughs> <second. laughs> <laughs> oh man there's so many <clears throat> stories of people like not realizing that they aren't on mute or think they're on mute and then they say something or or they have their camera off or whatever um did i, did I tell you about the we had a long conversation at my office. I guess a student was uh, wearing a robe during an online lecture, and apparently that offended <laughs> somebody else.
0: Is um, that, is that a, you're not allowed to do that? Is that a faux pas? I, I, I don't know.
1: Well, see, here's the thing: if if you're if you're not, I mean, I you assume know, they were covered. I, that's that's the thing. That's what I guess we don't know is we don't know if, if people saw things if they did there, like if you're covered, it's not underneath. Or was I, like I don't know. chest we, exposed? Was we just didn't get like, that much know? info. We just got an email from a faculty member and and my boss forwarded it to our entire group because she <laughs> no wanted rose. our feedback. And <laughs> uh, and and she emailed us and she said, So, so the so and so it was like someone kind of high up at the university too. They sent her an email and they were like, So wh- what are your what what's your take and, and you know your office's take on this? And um, it was just so funny because we all were like, Well, As long as there's nothing hanging out, or you're not, you know, like, of course you can wear a robe. Who cares, you know? So, in
0: solidarity,
1: the next work meeting we had,
0: we all were wearing our robes. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious! A little silent protest. At first, I thought you were going to say they actually had to put a rule on the books of no robes during meetings, and like, good luck with that. that. (laughs) That's like one of those those like laws, one of those weird laws where it's like, no drinking alcohol in a. like in, in a bar in a on a Soul Tuesday cup. after right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. right. beer has to be below a blah 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 percent all these weird rules right and it's like where do they come up with that rule and it's like oh well that's where it came up that's yep. where that's where it came from some <laughs> some old-fashioned Karen got offended <laughs> and took it to court and here we are yeah I wouldn't care it's like I'm just happy they're there and I imagine it, they're not like exactly. uh, being explicit about it right
1: well and also too I mean if you're learning at home let's be honest you I, I feel like it's kind of ridiculous if you Expect your your students or your colleagues to like dress up in not, not wear suit. robes. <laughs> r- 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 well, well, to at least be comfortable. I will say this though, Jared, I cannot work. Like I just don't wear like sweatpants. Like can- on Fridays, I'll wear a hoodie. Usually, it's this this exact hoodie. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I try to wear. I'll wear jeans and usually a flannel, but it has a collar on it. You know, I, I, yeah. I have the collar policy. That's what I like to call it. Whenever I'm teaching, I try to have a collar on. And if I'm doing any other work, like for... That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm luckily never on video. Most of our meetings, uh, I'd say like 90%. Or they don't expect you have a video on that just might for have helped, day-to-day meetings. That might have
1: helped the other day when
0: you had your little little kitty faux pas there. Well that's true, but no one was talking because we were all in the wrong meeting group just sitting okay. there waiting. So um, I imagine on, on teams, you know, when when someone talks, like their thing lights up, and mm-hmm. so.
1: right, that was like that was like the video I sent you, I think, with the teacher who who ripped who
0: ripped a loud one in the meeting, and I was like, yeah. I
1: cannot believe one of you would do that. Yeah.
0: What if I just started accusing people? Who said that? Right, you did. Right, but I wonder though, also, because you know they do have like we all have our pictures on our mm-hmm. you know on on our little icon, so I right. wonder if they saw it was me and they're like, I mean, maybe he has a kid. That we don't know about. Uh, like, <laughs> That's one way to talk to your kids. Like, I are, guess. Are we the white people allowed to tell him he can't say that? Yes, we'd probably prefer that he doesn't yell it, right, in a meeting space. But I'm sure well, he didn't mean to do that. How did you yell it, though? It was like an assertive dad. Okay, <laughs> so okay. it was pretty clear. Here, it was like this. <sighs> <laughs> I hate you. This. You have to say I, the word. Just say a different word. I just don't want them to. Uh, okay, I just don't want them to trace it back to me. <laughs> hey, <laughs> little ninja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Because I, like, I, just, I was here at, at uh, my door, and it it he, he was at the window across in the living room. So it was like you know, kind of across the room, and I said, "Hey, little ninja," like that. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, you know, it was very clear.
1: I enunciated. <laughs> but you said it. But did you, say, did you say it quick enough? So,
0: you know. I, I, I don't know. know. I don't That's know. I, funny, see, though. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was shocked that no one responded at all. And uh, every time I got an email, I'm like, this is it. Well, that, it was right. fun while it lasted. Oh, now I'm going to have to explain to uh, people and the next people I'm getting interviewed. Oh, what, why are you looking for a new job? Right. <laughs> I forgot to move I, myself. I, I
1: wonder, though, if, if they tr- if they fired you, I wonder if you could contest that at all
0: i don't want to get into this what then you know. go back then what they say sorry and i go back to work there or they just well me i mean either way it's a it's a lose-lose for everybody but i know. just prefer no one ever talks about it that's besides for right. me to, right. to you right uh, i and, just prefer and, never yeah. come up at work again and we just act like that didn't happen that's fair that's fair you know uh, I feel so like far it seems like at this point i'm sure i, I imagine i'm fine i mean this was thursday morning
1: yeah, they would have I think yeah, I think they would they'd have probably said something. Be pretty
0: quick with that if, if they right. didn't like it. Right.
1: Well it's it's also yeah, it's also kinda like what you said though too. Like
0: you're at home, they don't know what's going on at home. Like Yeah. You yeah. Know? And is it bad that I call my cat that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, maybe not. <laughs> is that a problem? But once right. again, it's is is, is is it is it that I said it? Or is it that it's just like you need to have some sort of control uh, and know you're, when you're on a meeting to mute yourself? I right. don't know. I mean, as I told you a couple weeks ago, someone ordered a cheeseburger while the CEO was presenting to us. Weren't so. <laughs> they eating
1: it too or something? Or no, did they, they just no, order it?
0: They weren't eating it. He was, he was in, like, the drive-thru lane. That is you know, hilarious. other people in the car, and he was like, you guys hey, want anything? Two, two <laughs> yeah, I'm getting cheeseburgers. You right. he like, oh I'm getting He literally was like, I'm cheeseburgers. You guys want anything? And then it was mute. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's too funny.
1: I don't think, knock, knock on wood, I don't think I've
0: had any of those instances happen yet at work. Um, I've had one but. Um, before this that was not bad at all. It, it was just like... um. Sydney was was, was uh, calling my name like to ask me something from another room. And I was just like, yeah? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And that was it. And I was okay. like, sure I wasn't on mute. So right. that's pretty harmless.
1: Well, see, my problem is, is you know, I, I usually wear these big noise canceling headphones, you know, when I'm in my work meetings. And so I can't hear anything coming from downstairs. And there'll be plenty of times where I'll like pop it off and I'll look over. And there, there was definitely one time where we were in a work meeting I was like, what? What? And, <laughs> yeah.
0: and I wasn't on mute, and my colleagues, I think, just kind of realized what was happening and didn't yeah. say anything. Those are, are harmless, they? though. You, yeah. you can't get, you can't get mad at, at someone for that. It's gonna right. like even though you always kind of roll your eyes when someone else does it, it's gonna happen at some point for right. everyone. I think. Well, I, f-
1: I feel like in your case too, it's not like I think if you were calling somebody uh, a ninja uh then, then that might be a little different um but and I those mean, things happen so a quick cat. that right <laughs> but those things happen so quick too i wonder if anybody even really
0: noticed yeah especially since uh like we you know it wasn't we weren't in a meeting or anything so right. because of the, no meeting had started yet maybe they were you know people weren't fully perked up paying attention so right there are a lot of things go helping me here right but i my i was definitely just on edge all day for <laughs> thursday and a little bit into friday too like Oh okay. god. That is So do you call I tell you this. Uh-huh. I put in the best day and a half of work I've ever put in at that. <laughs> I really you, had to like prove my my worth to right. these people. <laughs> That's so funny. I wonder if your boss is just
1: like, "Why? Why is Jerry just doing such better quality work right now? What happened?" And he's just not even aware. Of, That's too
0: funny. Uh, all right, you want this that theme is, song, bro? Yeah,
1: let's let's do it. Let's do it. Well, there we go. There we go. Oh, doing this old school today, Jared. Going remote. is yeah. For this week, staying safe, taking the proper precautions. That's right. We try. Why is this? Why is the song so quiet It
0: goes uh, from like loud to quiet. It's Zoom. It it it, it had like a thing where it, it'll like
1: controls the volume. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, hello and welcome to the (laughs) Untranslatable podcast. We are here recording episode 252. And today we are going to cover tipping etiquette uh, in different countries, talk about some things in the US that you should and should not tip for. Also, why we tip, I think will be an interesting discussion um, and give you some some tips pun completely intended there uh, of where you should be tipping and where you shouldn't be tipping if you plan on doing some traveling uh, once uh, things hopefully will open up and people start traveling a little more and it's safe to do so. So stay tuned today, and we're uh, looking forward to talking about some different tipping etiquette for all of you out there, so you know when to shell out some of those dollars and when to save your dollars. So we hope you enjoy today's episode. And without further ado, my man with the bands, my buddy Jared, what's going on, Jared? With the bands, yeah, mm-hmm. that's how I tip. I, I tip that's like right. a rapper at a strip club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good to see you virtually. It's it, it's it's always a uh I mean, this is, how, this is sort of the normal way for us to do it. <laughs> Being a person is sort of the, the new way of doing it. But it's always a bummer when we have to go back to this. But, um, you know, we're just taking the proper precautions. And it, really, this week is about as good a week as any to not see each other. Because uh, the Rona is the worst it's ever been. Yep, It's, it's crazy out there. It's it's it. it oh man, yeah. I, I'm I'm really concerned for for the holidays and traveling and stuff. Because well, did I know you
1: see not to be a, a you know doom and gloomer uh,
0: to I start did. off our episode, but did you see the thing about Canada? Oh no, I saw the CDC officially uh, World Health Organization, one of those two mm-hmm. uh, one of those globalist uh companies <laughs> that support China and hate America I uh, saw that they uh, were suggesting not to travel for uh, for the holidays officially, which based is off per- of how bad the own is, which makes sense
1: yeah it's not it's not a terrible idea um, yeah, yeah, so in Canada, though somebody posted I don't remember if it was from Manitoba or where it was from. But they posted that, um, you know, Canada, they celebrate Thanksgiving in October. I believe it's October 8th. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong. It's been, it's been a while since I've talked to my good old Canadian... Uh, hockey buddies over there, eh? And uh sorry for the terrible Canadian <laughs> accent there. Your um, Canadian hockey buddies.
0: You couldn't think of a right. more stereotypical.
1: <laughs> I actually do have some friends though that are Canadian and, and it's October we 12. met through hockey. Oh, it's the 12th. at least in okay. twenty twenty. I don't know if it's the same every year. Okay. Maybe it's different. But but they, they showed and, and the stats showed that obviously there was an uptick in cases after Thanksgiving. I mean, which is yeah, of no course. surprise.
0: You know? Yeah, people people are insisting upon going home. Yep. Yep, but you know,
1: hey, if uh, yeah, stay safe during these holidays. We should do a couple holiday episodes. Uh, we okay. I feel like we always we get to Thanksgiving and Christmas and even Halloween, and, and a lot of times we just don't do any kind of themed episodes. But I think a lot yeah. of people enjoy
0: that kind of thing. Um, I, and feel I, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like because we've talked about the holidays once, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, well, we already talked about it. But there's always but there's more to so it. much, yeah, so much yeah. you can talk about. Have we talked about Black Friday. Oh, I don't know
1: if we have, but that's a that's a good one. That's <laughs> we a good should one. Definitely do an episode yeah. on All that. All right, here I'm. I'm gonna text you that right now because yeah. All that, right, and it's coming up. It's coming up next Friday.
0: Yeah, dude. Oh next yeah, Friday. It's yeah. coming up.
1: I'm but, not gonna lie to you, I've been looking at uh, some guitar of course deals. You have. Of I mean you're
0: <laughs> online, so you're the deal master. That is true. That is true.
1: Why pay full price if you can get a good deal, Joe?
0: Although apparently Black Friday started at like the beginning of, of uh November. Like or like Black Friday has has turned into a day from a day to like a season, you know, yep. Black Friday season. Yep.
1: Yeah, well, and then it's funny in China they have 1111 uh, is their kind of Black Friday, mm. uh, which is pretty funny. Uh, I
0: I balled I'm out last lucky. year in China I'm on 1111.
1: Spend a bunch of money right.
0: on useless stuff,
1: right? Well, dude, I got some really good deals on some stuff on 1111 last year. I bought uh, and obviously I didn't ship these back to America, but I bought. Uh, two 10 kilo dumbbells and two 20 kilo dumbbells so that would be Mm. 22 pounds and 40 something pound dumbbells um and i had them in my apartment um and i got those for i think i paid like 15 to 20 bucks for four dumbbells and i can tell you in the u.s you would pay over a hundred
0: dollars for that stuff um so i got some killer deals when i was Mm. when i was living there i can Um, imagine that yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with the deal. It's just some Black Friday just brings out the worst in humanity, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is why Amazon is so great. You can be a disgusting consumerist in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> and, and no one even knows. Yeah. Well, your actually, neighbors might know. They'll see all the packages on your yeah. porch. <laughs> Sometimes I do peep that actually. I look around. I'm like, oh, this person really, this Amazon truck is here every day. <laughs> right. I mean, we,
1: we see an Amazon truck in our neighborhood. Neighborhood almost on the daily for sure sure of
0: course i imagine i imagine most that's definitely. the standard in most people's neighborhoods right yeah yeah it is but uh
1: crazy hey, dude, crazy times yeah do you want to um spread
0: a little love you
1: betcha you betcha i got a couple shout outs for us today jared okay uh, i have one too
0: well here get a starter then buddy but okay you have a couple though but anyway all right fine i'll go first um so as uh, did you hear about this the italian police use a Lamborghini, specifically, well, this looks like an Huracan, a Lamborghini Huracan to transport port donor kidney 300 miles in two hours.
1: I didn't see that story specifically, but I did see that uh, some of the cops in Italy have
0: Lambos, which is dope. yeah there's some cool police cars around the world in 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 like the uh in like a lot of middle eastern countries yeah that have some amazing ones you can see a whole bunch of ridiculous ferraris and lambos and porsches and stuff uh and what may be one of the most italian things that has ever happened this is from jalopnik one of my go-to car sources the italian state police rushed a donor kidney from padua to rome for a transplant and a lamborghini huracan last week's journey is uh last week's journey is around 300 miles but with the help of a specially outfitted supercar the police made it happen in just about two hours at an average speed what do you think the average speed is, is had to,
1: had to have been uh do they have miles per hour or kilometers uh,
0: miles per hour miles per hour okay um well, just freedom uh, units, as we call them here. It's a but
1: yeah. super—that's true. That—that's right. <laughs> that is right. Uh, for, <laughs> that's hilarious. Freedom units. Well, and so by the way, the journey normally mm-hmm. takes
0: six hours, and six they did hours. it in okay. two hours.
1: I'm going to say they were
0: going 250 average speed, 250 miles per hour. Oh, average speed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Average speed. Okay, sorry. Average speed. Um, well, well, I'm, I'm still probably the say, top speed of this car is probably about. 200 miles per hour oh it is okay yeah. okay uh, i didn't realize how super the supercar was
1: um, <laughs> I, I don't know enough about cars either but i would say okay then i don't know probably 140 there you go that's 140 that's, hey, 143 okay that's uh, that's <laughs> wild though dude i cannot imagine going 143
0: as your average speed just this- flying this cannot seem like the uh like the safest way to do this, you know? Like like there's got to be a better. Don't they have helicopters? Right. <laughs> Isn't that and My my question is do they train but the do
1: they train the police officers to drive these things that fast as well, you know, like? And then
0: also if you're going that speed, do you need a like a uh you need an escort or something, right? Like h- how do you make sure that the roads are clear? Right. Do you like have like Yeah, cuz that that's such a ahead? fast
1: speed that you You'd, yeah. You'd be there in a blink of an
0: eye, basically. If that's the average speed, 140-something, I'm trying to find... I'm on their... So that geez, means they people could have been going faster, too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So um, here, they, here, I'll, I, let me just... I'm going to... I just want to hear this. Uh, They they tweeted about it. Let's see what they ha- had to say. All right. Oh, let's just... You hear it? <laughs> this is just some generic music and a yeah, Lamborghini can you hear that lambo though this is though? ridiculous <laughs> yeah. and they had enough time to do a a, a a a damn photo shoot of it arriving or is this just like after they've already arrived they're like all right let's get some glamour shots probably just glamour shots of the lambo and it says grazie al nostra lamborghini huracan abbiamo abbiamo transportato in temple irene di un donatore per il trapianto a una persona and there's more but that was enough something about
1: thank you for thank you lamborghini for delivering or donating something probably i'm gonna take a wild guess
0: and said it and think it's it says thank you to our lamborghini udacon for transporting (laughs) at a high rate um Something like the donor organ, essentially, to, mm-hmm. to a person. Honestly, that's cool. I love Lamborghinis. I love going fast. I mean, granted, not average speed of 143 means at one point, yeah, he was hitting at least like 180 or something. Do you have... Okay, so let's read a little more. See, how trained is this person? Is right. this an ex One right. driver, or is this just the guy Is this guy going
1: that, to be Lewis Hamilton in 20, 30 years, <laughs> yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Or is this guy Italy. just the guy that... Stay positive, if He he gets out of uh, his Fiat, and he's like, after he's done, he just gets back into his Fiat Punto, and he's like, "Oh, that was fun. Uh, That's the fastest I've ever driven." Yes, the Italian police own a Lamborghini and use it as a regular old patrol vehicle most of the time. I imagine getting pulled over by a Lamborghini. It's outfitted with lights. I wonder if people uh,
1: like try to like you know just do something (laughs) like small in front of a cop so they can check out the (laughs) Lambo for a minute.
0: (laughs) It's outfitted with lights, police computer, and other equipment for traffic uh, stops and arrest. That said, though the machine isn't exactly ideal for day for the day-to-day uh, especially in a place like rome um I, yeah oh so they had so uh so they specially outfitted the trunk so the front trunk you know it has like a, in the motors in the middle or so it has like a little front trunk thing right and they uh they had they had turned it into a refrigerated compartment to hold this uh organ makes sense that's and, crazy um, though so the uh Lamborghini Huracan has a top speed of 202 miles per hour and it goes from 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds. So That's it's pretty
1: fast. P- that's pretty crazy right so there. So shout
0: out to uh for, to Italy for trying to find any excuse possible to drive their Lamborghini Uracon at top top rate speeds. Why not, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, Jared, my first sh- my first uh,
1: shout out today goes out Spread to uh, the Education Minister Norma Foley. Uh, she's the Education Minister in Ireland, uh, and this is pretty uh, this is a great story here, Jared. Uh, and as a teacher, I think this is a fantastic idea. Uh, the government in Ireland has issued a no homework day for all children in Ireland. Oh uh, wow. Some good news for the yes. children of Ireland. A no homework day has been issued for all pupils in the country. Education minister Norma Foley has announced a no homework day for all students without getting in trouble. The evening free of homework is being issued to all children and young people in Ireland for working so hard in school throughout the pandemic. Between now and Christmas, teachers ac- across the country can pick a day to give their uh, students an evening free of homework, which is kind of funny. You're giving them their homework is to not do homework, basically. Yeah. Uh, give pick it, you know. Uh, uh, but yeah, so the announcement uh, by the education minister will be shown tomorrow on uh, RTE uh, After School Hub, which I think is like a an Irish TV channel or something. Um, so right there,
0: Eddie yep that is a a great idea mm-hmm. and uh homework levels here in the u s from what I've heard are just getting ridiculous and it and and then the, what what they all what the uh, parents always ask is what are we what are you actually teaching them in school then you know which right. is a good question right
1: well, I definitely think it's a good thing to give the students a little bit of a break. Um, I can tell you as someone who probably spends too much time behind a computer screen. Um, it's good sometimes, especially now with, uh, so many students doing virtual education to give them occasionally a night here and there where they can disconnect, turn off the screens, um, spend time with their family, uh... Or you know, go outside and play for a little bit, you know, uh, and especially with us now in Michigan, it gets dark at like five thirty. So yeah,
0: if you don't bummer. go and
1: do outside, you know, stuff outside early on, um, it's going to be dark and and potentially kind of cold. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. So I think it's awesome on on the Ministry of Education in Ireland. Yeah, if that's how they say it. I don't think that's exactly <laughs> how they say it, but uh, but yeah, big Brilliant. ups to them. I think that's awesome. Um, And you know, Jared, I think the other shout-outs I will save for our next episode, uh, and I think we should get into what we do best here, Jared, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the untranslatables, uh, and these are idioms, proverbs, axioms, sayings that don't uh, translate into English on a one-to-one basis, Uh, and we are your certified untranslatable experts here, and uh, I will start us off today, Jared, I have a few untranslatables today in mandarin uh so once again shout out to laowai idioms on instagram they always have so many good um idioms it's really cool now jared because they also post videos occasionally that kind of highlight it i will say this though the videos are generally and well they not generally the videos are always in uh mandarin uh and they don't have english subtitles so mm. occasionally I'll pick up a word here and there, but that's about as far as it goes. Um, and I'll get us started today. Um, this one is polong shui. Polong shui. And polong shui, Jared, means uh, splash
0: cold water. To splash cold water. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, that the imagery is is definitely elicit some ideas the idea of splashing cold water on your face mm-hmm. or is it like maybe it's like you need to just like take a minute and relax or you need to like step back or you need to just um like uh hmm f- splash cold water on your face uh it's just no, like I not need on to, your face just to splash cold water uh, oh oh Oh, did I just pull? <laughs> I just made that the on your face up yep, part yep. up. Okay. Yep. You made that one up there, buddy. The splash cold <clears throat> water. I don't know what that means. I, is that like related to like a bathtub of cold water? No. Th- so think about it. So, uh,
1: you know, say say things are safer and we're hanging out with a group of people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're hanging out and uh, and then I say, you know, you guys, Jared and I, we've been doing this podcast for a while. And, uh, and, you know, I was listening to it the other day on Spotify, and, you know, Jared used to do such a great job editing our podcast, and now I'm just mm. listening to it, and, you, and you're like, come on, man, why do you got to splash cold water? And Or as you <laughs> would say, why do you got to splash cold water on my face? I mean, you could, you could kind
0: of say that, but, you know, that's a little extra. It, splash there. cold water. So is it just like, why you gotta uh, why you got to insult me or bring up old shit? not old shit not not
1: old it um i mean you're why you're, you gotta you're, why you're you gotta close. like
0: uh, why you gotta like uh make it hot like that is that what would you let say? me let me ask you this jared <laughs> would would that uh, put you in a good mood if i said things like that probably not why you gotta bum me out why you gotta bring the I'm, mood I'll, down I'll,
1: I'll give it to you what it means is to make disparaging comments or to ruin somebody's mood Mm, splash! Like cold kind of water. ruin their day yeah makes sense oh, okay All and right, if yeah. you think about mm-hmm. if you think about chinese culture jared um you know they tend to drink their water hot cold water over there i think also has slightly different connotations than it does for us right when so it i think is- of cold water i think of like refreshing
0: right because
1: mm-hmm. i'm like drinking some cold water after i've been outside yeah. working out or whatever you know whereas over there you know cold water is is you know it has a different i think cultural connotation is it because than it
0: water was. is uh it's more da- like dangerous just straight from the tap
1: um well I, I don't think that really has to do with the idiom per se
0: i think it's more no, the, it, the, the coldness but yes you are right is that, that is, is that why is that why they tend to drink like a warm warm water well, yeah they I drink know it hot
1: that. yeah because if you boil it you can boil some of the the you know
0: contaminants out yep. Yep. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay my first uh, untranslatable is Haitian Creole, and it's "manem zore mwen." Give me my ear. Give
1: me my ear. Can you give me a, give me an example of how this would work?
0: Um. Uh, I was watching the. I, I watched the, the the presidential debates, and especially the first one. I was constantly exclaiming, exclaiming, "Give me my ear!" Oh my gosh! So like, like, shut up! There you go.
1: Oh, Okay, I like that. Give me my mm-hmm. ear. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's okay. almost
0: like if if it were to be me and and add extra le- extra words on, mm-hmm. I'd almost want to say, "Give me my ear back," you know? Right. Yeah. That makes sense. It's that's like a good you've one. taken you've taken my ears away from me. <laughs> okay. Nice. See, that's why I didn't go over chat to Chad's house. This uh.
1: Okay, my next one for you is also Mandarin. uh, And it is uh, here, hold up. Well, I'll play it. I'll play it here because I I don't think I'll say this one right. So, um, which means um, borrow knife to kill person, is how you would translate that literally borrow knife to kill person.
0: That almost makes it i get it like a stabbing someone in the back vibe maybe like like you you like uh two I can time see someone. i can
1: see why you would think that but i don't think that's really what the meaning of this one is jared i hmm. think this one um this one is more like uh you know say so you know you you recently have a have a kitty at your at your place right yeah and uh
0: a little nigga, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: and and, uh you know and then your partner starts to say you know oh the cat did this can you go clean it up or oh the the you know um we need to we need to build the cat uh you know like a little playhouse you know and your and your partner just starts asking you to do all this stuff um and then i might say you all jared you know she is uh
0: Um, borrowing the knife to kill someone Mm. she's like uh borrow the knife oh like testing testing like the limits is that is that what it is or like testing someone's patience or something no basically to have someone do the dirty work for you oh okay, okay Uh uh-huh borrow the knife to kill someone interesting mm-hmm. that almost see because when i think about that that almost seems like a like a like a dick move you know mm-hmm. it's like you like someone borrows your knife <coughs> and then they're like all right thanks for letting me use that and now they give you back a murder weapon right right <laughs> and you're Like you told me you were just going to to like dress a horse you know or a horse no, no right. dress a deer that you that you uh, is that what you call it to dress it mm-hmm yeah i and, think so and, and now you gave me back a murder weapon you know right my um next untranslatable is welsh and i put it into the translator it's all ready to go i'm gonna try and then i'm gonna see what and this is probably gonna be pretty robot because I, I don't imagine they have welsh ready to go right uh jesus Here we go. That was useless. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that sounded like. It sounded like we just got hacked. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That sounds like (laughs) an old video game, you know, a super, (laughs) super old video game. (gasps) Well, let me tell you what that actually means. That actually means uh, to have a disappointment on the best side. Is that like a silver lining, a blessing in disguise? Kind of. Now, you're very, very close. I, I wouldn't call it a blessing in disguise, okay. but a similar. Uh, but you're very close. So um, To see the good in a bad situation? No, I'd say you're close the first time. But now, I'm actually okay. inclined to just give it to you because I feel like you're going to go further away. <laughs> okay. What <laughs> is it? Fact, what does no, it, mean? it? It means uh, to be pleasantly surprised. Hmm yeah to have a disappointment on the best side that makes sense i like that one okay <laughs> it's literally just saying sort of the same thing as or, or the complete opposite of to be pleasantly surprised you know right well kind of not that's really that's true but.
1: that is true well jared my uh my last untranslatable for today is also mandarin and I think this one actually is kind of fitting towards our topic today a little bit, not to uh, give... Well, we'll see if uh, maybe I helped you or maybe I hurt you mm. <laughs> with this untranslatable. I'll play it again from my phone, and then I'll attempt to say it again. Um, but here we go. Feng huang nan. Feng huang nan. 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 And this means... Uh, it literally means uh, Phoenix Man
0: phoenix man phoenix man jared is that like a rich person
1: um well i'm it's a, a phoenix a, man it's, it's, a, it's, phoenix, a, it's Arizona. a specific type <laughs> it's uh, a specific <laughs> type
0: of rich person i would say phoenix man oh okay is that like a like a like a executive like a business executive kind of rich person i would say, well so so think about and think about what does a phoenix represent jared a phoenix represents, at least from my recollection, recollection of Harry Potter, sort of the circle of life. A phoenix, it, it dies, and then there's a rebirth. Okay,
1: okay. So it, so it, it becomes this great thing, this great creature oh, from is it, nothing. Is it, from is the it the ashes?
0: Oh, so is it someone, so? So so, a phoenix man is someone that started from the bottom is, and is now is here, essentially. Started uh, with nothing, stuck, from
1: rags to riches. Start from the bottom, and the whole team's here, Jared. No, um, uh, uh, <laughs> well, well, yeah, yes and no. So, so think about think the think about this in the context of of China, though. So, so you have mm. you have your very wealthy people over there, but then you have your other people who live in maybe don't live in the cities, but then maybe they have a good idea, and then they maybe start a business. And then they buy you know, a nice, nice place in Shanghai or Beijing or
0: Shenzhen or wherever, um, and they're balling out. I, I, I feel like that's the same thing as starter from the Bottom, now we're Here. I mean, basically,
1: but what, what this means is it's someone from out in the country that, that oh. made it and got
0: rich. So it's very specifically... Someone that's like not a big city person, but right. now they're living the big city, yep. rich person that's lifestyle. That's right. That, that Phoenix man right there. Mm, I was reborn. That's That right. seems, seems sort of <coughs> insulting to people that don't live in the in cities.
1: <laughs> that's true. Well, but I think I think that's because a lot of at least in China, a lot of the small towns, you know, you don't really associate them with like abundance and wealth, right? I mean, it's, sure. It's just countryside and hard work you know so it's a little yeah a little different but uh, I think that leads into tipping a little bit because if you uh, at least if you live in a country where they do tip you uh, you could become that Phoenix man or Phoenix woman you know if you mm, stack, stack them dollar <laughs> bills and, and save on those tips. I had some friends that worked in the, the service industry in the states, whether that be bartending restaurants whatever. and on a good day they could pull in anywhere from three to four hundred bucks in tips. Uh, this was every on, work
0: day, but yeah, I have to say. But then on a bad day, they can pull in what like twenty bucks five, if they're lucky. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so tipping, the act of um, wh- wh- what would how would you define tipping for to the service people? charge? Basically, a service charge is okay. Is it? Yeah. Okay, but it's not a charge because. You're well, not required it's a, it's a, to pay it.
1: It's a, it's a. In the U.S., it's a, it's a "quote unquote" voluntary and voluntary. Yeah. You know I'm saying with a grain of salt here because it's kind of expected you give a tip. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way things are right now with the pandemic, I, I even tip if I order takeout because I know a lot of my. You know, the restaurants in my town, you know, I'm sure they're hurting. You know, they, you know. So, so you
0: live in the middle of nowhere. Are, are most of your delivery people still, like, working for the the restaurant that you order from? I don't, I don't deliver. I don't get delivery much. I usually go okay. pick it up. Okay. Because I, I use DoorDash from time to time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when it comes to tipping, I'm so confused because I'm like, I'm tipping the delivery person i guess but then it's the 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 tipping amount is is like is proportionate like the at least the options they give you Mm -hmm. for tipping they give you like three or four options it's clearly proportionate to how much you're paying for your food but it's like does does it matter how much i'm paying for my food when it comes to delivery now maybe it does if i'm ordering for like a uh, a, a full like soccer team or something, and I'm mm-hmm. ordering like fifty pizzas then or obviously if I come the del- over to your place then obviously the delivery person is is right. doing something right. there but I, I but I'm so confused and i'm like, so does the delivery person get bothered if they see that I tipped a certain amount, but they're like, oh, I bet you this food costs more than this, but it is still only like one bag. you know I don't right. understand the delivery tipping in 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 this Pandemic, DoorDash app world that we live in.
1: Well, and then on that same vein, you you also have a deliver, and this is why I don't usually yes. get delivery, Jared, because you also have a two, three, four dollar delivery fee. Um, right. And so it, so like for example, I thought about getting something delivered last weekend. Um, and, and after I had everything in my cart, I just looked at it and it's kind of like those, those memes where it's like when you order from Uber <laughs> Eats or DoorDash yeah. or Grubhub where, you know, your, your meal would usually cost five bucks if or six bucks, if you got it, but then it's 16 bucks after you pay taxes and the delivery oh, yeah. fee and a tip. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so I would rather, I even, like I said, I even tip if I go and go get takeout a lot of times. Um, oh, do you really? Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. Just, do you do you cash
0: wise or just when you one or two the I mean, receipt it d- or something depends, like that? Depends
1: depends on what I pay with. If I, if I pay
0: credit card, then I, it's credit card. If yeah. I pay
1: cash, it's by cash. So it Does just that depends sense. how I pay. I but think yeah. th- I
0: think I've just I haven't gone into restaurants uh, as much as possible. Even like I mean I haven't eaten at a restaurant. Right. But even just like when I'm doing carryout, just because I'm like. Uh, you know, like I can get it delivered, and yes, it does cost more. But I feel like I'm just trying to limit my exposure as much as possible. But you (laughs) live in the middle of nowhere, so the, so just uh, it's just more of an ordeal delivery in general, and and it just adds, uh, like, when you're even more out in the middle of nowhere, it just adds even more unnecessary time too. Because I feel like also it does take longer, uh, like. To, to wait for your food than to just pick it up yourself. Anyway, this is not about delivery. This is about tipping, and I don't know how mm-hmm. much to tip uh, the delivery people. And I don't, I don't have, I still don't have a good understanding. Um, and I mostly use DoorDash at this point. Sometimes I guess I use GrubHub. I feel like it's been a long time, but I really don't have a good understanding of where that money is going. You know, right?
1: Well, that's why. That's why I think to some extent it's better to give cash tips. Like if, yes. if I if I were to like give a recommendation to anyone listening to our podcast today would be, especially if you're traveling to the U S where we do have a lot of different, you know, types of services where, where it's, I don't like to say it's expected, but it's definitely highly encouraged and or recommended that you give a tip. And if you give I them a cash it's fair tip, I say it's expected. I mean,
0: right, right. Like a, a wait, a wait staff member is not allowed to say, uh, you know, I expect you to give me a tip at the end of this, but, Right. they definitely do <laughs> right let's
1: let's talk about some different services Jared that we offer yes. in the states where you should tip because uh, it's really funny you this was Jared's idea this week um, or, or today's episode and I, I thought it was a fantastic idea and it's so funny because it actually mirrored uh, what a lot of my students have been asking me it's like in the u.s you know where do, when do you tip how much do you tip mm-hmm. when is it okay to not tip um, you know, my students asked me if, if you ordered a Didi in America, which is the Chinese equivalent of Uber or Lyft. Yeah. You, you know, so if you do a rideshare, do you give a tip? Do you not? Um, do they
0: allow that? I haven't used a rideshare app in so long.
1: Yeah, they, <laughs> they used to. Actually, you're right. The last time I used a rideshare app uh, that wasn't Didi was probably 2018 or
0: 2019. I think the last time I used a rideshare app was when I, last year, when I moved first moved here and uh before my partner had gotten here she got here like a month after i did i i bought a car and i took an uber to the dealership to pick up my car and i think right. that's the only time i have to, that's the last time i i mean we live in michigan it's not really a big uh you know it's not really we're a big driving community anyway yeah. i like driving
1: my car as well so maybe that's why and it's but not that's like another we're going one. out drinking you know, the, that's the, when we were using sure. more ride shares.
0: <laughs> and and the thing is, um, w- w- when it comes to like the rideshare apps too, it, there's also like the the five star aspect of it, which is almost mm-hmm. like a a tip in itself, right? Because uh, you, you kind of hold it over the people in the same way. Uh, and I, I I've never I feel like I almost never give below a five star on a ride share, even if it was a terrible ride. Uh, and I, and I'm I, much like I almost never tip below 20% at a, at a restaurant, even if I think it was a terrible service. Right.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so let's talk though. Let's talk about some places or, or things you should tip for. Obviously, yeah. if you go to a restaurant, as you mentioned, Jared, um, I would what? say maybe I'm not as generous as you. I would say I usually tip 15 maybe
0: 20%. Really? Mm hmm. So, now, here I was, I thought 20% was. The the standard of 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 the day, but I mean I'm I'm, I'm, looking, not sure. I'm reading something here and, and they say that twenty percent is for good st- service and fifteen percent is standard in the United States. But uh, you know I don't believe these people, um, <laughs> but I pull it up for some reason. So I, have I been over tipping this whole time? Am I some Maybe. sort of big baller tipper? You are. That I didn't even know about it. Hey, as I introduced you, you're the man with the bands, Jared. You <laughs> I guess so. 20 percent. I I tip... Uh twenty percent, I thought that was the standard that we are now at, because I remember when I was a kid, and this is even before I was a tipper like b- 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 you know before I was paying for stuff, but like when I went out to dinner with my family or whatnot, I think it used to be ten percent wasn't it when we kids wasn't yeah, it like ten it to fifteen it was ten to fifteen I remember, and 15 I remember was my really aunt, up there,
1: yep, I remember my aunt would only give ten percent usually uh it had to be damn good service for her to give <laughs> but see that's the other thing though that 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 makes dining culture in the States different is because of tipping. Like I've had a lot of really good conversations with my students in China about the differences between eating in restaurants in the U.S. and in China. Um, and it's, it's too bad because my students in China, none of them have been to the States, so they don't really know what it's like. Mm-hmm. So, so it's kind of a, we can have a two-way conversation when it comes to how it works in China, but when it comes to the U.S., it's more just me kind of telling them my experiences and what I see, um, and hopefully I didn't just create a, you know 200 stingy tippers by only giving 15%. <laughs> but I told my students that generally I give 15%. I'll give 20 if it's if it's really good service, or if maybe this is counterintuitive, but if if the if the bill is cheaper and it's easier to just round up. So for example, say I order something and it's 8.50. Right, mm-hmm. maybe I would just round it up to ten because it's just easier that way, you know. Um, whereas I think mathematically speaking, you know, that's
0: definitely above fifteen percent. So sure, you know. So it really but also depends proportionally, on, mm-hmm. you know, that that's not a big financial difference for you versus it being like, I don't know, a five dollar you know, tip yeah. and a ten dollar tip, or or like a, a you know a hundred in one dollars and be like, hey, let me just round it up to <laughs> one <No, laughs> no, fifty. Right, like right uh anyway yeah okay so uh, so what is tipping like in in china at at, at restaurants what, well, what's their standard we, we'll get there uh we'll oh, okay get there. you just we'll want to talk there. about places uh, to i want to talk right about
1: other places in the u.s first yeah where okay. we can tip it. i right. i'll just i will just tell you though over in, in china you don't tip at all um
0: oh that's really just, yeah is, that's it, just, is it is it like an insulting kind of thing uh a little bit we'll we'll, okay. we'll get there we'll get there it's okay yeah, I don't want so to ruin your master
1: plan. So, so. <laughs> that's right. So um, some other <clears throat> places in the in the U.S., Jared, back before all this went down with COVID, uh, I would always tip my barber.
0: Um, your barber, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's that's true. Yep. Um, so, so getting it, it, your haircut. Sure. Yes. I. Oh, hear I, that wasn't for me. I was like, I know what a barber is. Yeah, I, I know. I know you. I know you know what a barber shop and a barber is. <laughs> um, it, my, I would probably when I was in. It, see, it's a little weird. I do tip, but it, it's a little weird here in the U.S. because my barber is like a good family friend. So for a long time, the pricing wasn't all like. Some, for a long time, he wouldn't even like me to to pay him. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, but now we started change a little bit. But when I was in Philly, I used to um, tip. I, I think it was like twenty bucks for a haircut, and I usually would give twenty five. Okay, why do we tip a barber? How, wh- what is a barber's pay structure, and what are they doing that has earned them extra on top of that? I, I uh, always just tipped a barber because that's what my dad did whenever he took me, right, <laughs> as a kid. Well, so I thought that's what you're right. supposed to do. But well, I'm like. Well, I think that's kind of what it is, though, Jared. Is it just culturally that's kind of what we do? Is it like, um, all right, I'm paying twenty dollars for the haircut, then the five is for letting me watch these shitty movies that you that you run, or li- letting me listening listen in on your ignorant conversations that you always have. At least well, that's in black barbershops. I don't know what it's like at the supercuts that you go to. But whoa uh, there, or, whoa or, there, or, for, or what is it? Great clips. <laughs> for, first of all, Jared, I
1: am offended. You assume that's where I go. I'm offended. I used to uh, I used to go to some pretty cool barber shops. Um, actually, even in, even in China, um, I had a pretty cool barber. Uh, his, okay. his English name was Kevin. Really cool dude. So also you would you wouldn't I, go
0: to like a chain
1: in the U.S. Uh-uh. Oh, no. Okay,
0: no hell no. Maybe a
1: barber chain. Like when I say but, barber chain, I mean like a more legit like. Like like uh, Grand River Co. was where I used to uh, go okay, in East okay, Lansing, okay. you know, and they have one in Allen Park and one in East
0: Lansing, you know. So, okay. but that it's not like pretty, a great that pretty... Okay. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> so a great. So you don't go to a, a place Super where clips. they're wearing uh, you know, referees jerseys while they. <laughs> I try not to.
1: No, I try not to. Um, but yeah, but anyways, uh, even in China, I didn't tip. Uh, didn't tip my barber. Cause I asked him about that. I said, you know, is, is it culturally okay to do that? And he was, he was like, yeah, we just don't, we just charge you what the, the price we, I guess, want. And, mm. you know, whereas I think a lot of tipping in the U S it comes from the fact that a lot of people, I can't speak for barbers, but I know waiters and waitresses, you know, they make right. like
0: two, $3 an hour. So they kind of need tips. You know, um, well, it makes sense for me for for waitstaff. I understand that they're mm-hmm. gr- they're paid way below the uh, minimum wage and expected to make make the money up on tips. I just don't know the um, I don't know the uh, the the pay structure of a barber. You know, I don't know how how that works because I know like a lot of barbers do like rent out essentially a seat in someone else's shop. And, and, you know, they don't techni- they're not technically an employee of the person. They just are renting out space inside of someone else's shop or something like that. So right. I, I just don't know how, how that all works. But yeah, right. I mean, I, but I've always, I've always just assumed that that's what you're supposed to do. That's another one where I, the, I guess it's, it's maybe not as aggressive as, as in a, wait, as a restaurant situation. But I feel like you do, it, people probably will side-eye you a little bit if you don't tip, I would imagine. If, yeah. uh, you're, you're, uh, you're a barber. Right.
1: I would say another, another one, another big one for tipping is um, like hotel, hotel staff, for example, like your bellhop or, you know, the person who carries yes. your luggage to your room. If you're in a more swanky or hotel, you know, yeah. um, you know you, I would oh, say
0: you should give a tip there. You know, one that I've never tipped before, but I feel like I need to start is the, um, the cleaning crew, like leaving uh, a oh, couple yeah. dollars on your end table. Yeah. Uh, or whatever for for the cleaning crew I've, I've heard of people doing that and i'm like oh yeah i guess i never like i, I never really thought about that and th- I that makes sense they, i wonder if they take it or if they're allowed to take it because i'm sure there are some rules maybe maybe not i don't know i think know they're what the allowed to are. take it and i think i are mean they? you know they give you like a notepad or something i feel like you, you could leave a like a note and say like right. you know for the you know yeah. for the cleaning crew yeah. or whatever right. Yeah, thank you for right so i can't imagine my, up my dirty, dirty ass room I mean, I guess, like, why would I put it past, you know, corporations to have a rule against letting, you know, the right. lowest paid well, people there see, that's the thing. take tips? That's the thing, though,
1: Jared. I was a delivery driver for a, a local family pharmacy, mm-hmm. and uh, we, I mean, we, it was really funny. We were told, like, we couldn't take tips. But like I talked to my boss about it and she was kind of like, "Well, you know what? Like if you go and deliver, like especially some of the more elderly people I would deliver to, like they were they were just honestly, they were persistent about it. Like they would yeah. make they, sure they would you got to take offense." Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So so you know, um, but I think a lot of delivery drivers are are other people who tend to get tips and I think I think those tips honestly are kind of good because depending on the company and if if they're driving their own personal vehicle for work, um, I think some of that tip money, you know, should be used towards uh, maintaining yeah. their car, you know, gas, you know, oil well, changes whatever.
0: I, that that was I mean back in the day before the apps. Um, the, the the tipping of the delivery driver was standard, you know, like a pizza place. But now as I, as I mentioned, now that everything is, is through appified. A, is appified, <laughs> right? the, like like the, the relationship <laughs> right between delivery driver and restaurant is so much different than it used to be because like, you know when you order from a pizza place and it's someone delivers it it's someone that works for that specific pizza place delivering for them but that's not necessarily the case anymore you know right uh, and so like and, and obviously also now that there's not the um, you know there's a lot of contactless delivery like as much as I can I like to have them uh, you know just leave it on this doorstep and, and pick it up and I'm not actually you know handing people cash anymore so it's it's just right. like it, it's it's the delivery aspect has gotten real muddled, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's another oh, another one. Um, uh, well, I guess similar to drive sharing, the old school version of drive sharing is taxis. taxis. Oh, taxis! Taxis, no, not <laughs> carpooling. You're like going to work in the morning with your coworker, and you toss them a, like a good drive in there. That was good work, right? Good work. Taxis. Now, for me, taxis it has always been like a. Um, Like a like a a roundup situation. So, Mm. so if it if it's thirty one bucks, I would say like thirty five or something like that. Usually, how it works for me with taxis, especially if I'm paying with cash, which is how it was for a good amount of time. Once again, before the the apps took over and muddled muddied the waters, was that it would be like I would say it would be how much change I'm getting back usually. So it's like all Mm -hmm. right, this is how much it costs. Forty. Give me a fiver back. So yeah, and I'm, I'm going to round this out somehow. Right. Uh, and, and, and and if it's, I'm not going to be like if it's 39 uh, and and like give you 40 and be like keep the change, you know. Then right. Then, but <laughs> it's kind of a jerk move, right there. I'd yeah. probably give an extra 10 on top of that and be like, give me five back or something. Right. Or I guess I could have right. just said uh, give an extra five on top of that. But I so yeah, that's that's probably how how I would handle a taxi right. situation. But be here, so
1: funny if your taxi fare is like 32.50 and you give them like. That's a, a tough forty, one. And, and you're like, and you're like, give me, let me recalculate fifteen percent of back. this here. <laughs> give me, give me one dollar and sixty-seven cents <laughs> back, please. You know, yeah, it's. I think a lot of tipping in the in the West and in the U.S., especially related to taxi drivers. You're right, Jared. It. it does come down to I think rounding up and kind of convenience with like getting back change.
0: Well, yeah, I think that you you really nail it there. It's the convenience because every time I'm taking a taxi, it's in some sort of big bustling city or something right. like that. The uh, the the stress of of being in Chicago or New York or I'm trying or something to drive like around too and 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 the stress of or or even more if you're in like a foreign country or like Paris or London or something like that where you are in like this super congested area and and the the taxi driver is like parked kind of in the street and they're and they just click the little button and they're like all right You know, pay me now, and just the fast acting that my brain has to do does (laughs) lead to be like, all right, now how can I just round this out? Because you you just, I feel like that's a very high pressure situation. That moment where you're paying for a taxi in a crowded city. And yeah. and it's, and it's uh, yeah it's just it's just a uh, it just makes you want to be like all right just whatever ends this quickly give me the easiest uh, denomination back. Yep. <laughs> well, the the other
1: thing is too, Jared, is I think as Americans we do not like having a bunch of change jangling around in our pockets. It's not yeah. like
0: especially in Europe where, you know, they have Should one do- and two euro coins. I hate that too. That's even worse than our. Si- I hate. I think that's way worse than our situation.
1: I don't know. I kind of like the coins because I could just go and you know, if I had, like when I was living in uh, uh, Vienna, you know, we could go get a schnitzel box for like three euros or three fifty. Just bring those coins and toss them those coins, and you're good to go.
0: Yeah, but I don't like walking around with a bunch of coins in my pocket. You gotta get the fancy European
1: wallets oh, yeah, with the little, little coin, coin holder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. But, uh, I, but I, yeah. yeah,
0: once again, whether it's in a coin purse or just bare jingle change, I don't want a bunch of coins in my pocket. I, I right. do not like Europe's coin heavy system. I prefer our bill heavy Paper. system.
1: Well, our, I think now at this point,
0: it's a yeah, plastic system true. for the most that's part. That's true. But, no matter but where in you China,
1: are. it's been a phone system for a long time. Just use WeChat. That's it's true. Needs Who needs a credit card and who needs cash when you can just use WeChat? Um, You know what's another big point, though, I wanted to make today about tipping as well, Jared, is that um, the majority of countries, I think, where they don't have a heavy tipping culture, it's because a lot of times in services where we would generally tip in the U.S., they have a service charge. Um, And there's tons of countries that have this countries in Latin America, countries in Asia um, that have, you know, so if you, so I think a good rule of thumb, if you are traveling is if you see that there's a service charge, I'm not saying you should assume that there's no tip, but a lot of times that service charge is basically the kind of the tip. Um, We we
0: do here for like parties over six or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel granted I've never really hosted a uh, 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 gathering of uh, over six people at a restaurant that I was in charge of paying for, like that. So, but I, so I don't really know. But but I, I would imagine that yeah they they do like an automatic you know fifteen or twenty percent or whatever if there's more than six people in your group. But I imagine that there's still an expectation that you're going to tip on top of that. Right. I would. Uh, think here's so another too. situation that I'd be interested to hear your input on. What if you okay. were to go to a like a cafe or a coffee shop? Where they usually have like the the cup, where you can put uh, your coins or, or, or uh, dollar bills Little or tip something jar. in there. Well, yeah.
1: that that depends. So if I usually use that if I buy a coffee, so say it's maybe I don't know three dollars and and you know twenty cents, and I give them a five, um, I get eighty a uh, buck eighty back, right? I would put that
0: eighty in the tip jar and yeah. then take the buck. I'm the um, same way. You know, I would yeah. do the same. Yep, that's usually yeah, how I yeah.
1: handle those tip jar situations.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm the same way, and once again, it's just our American need to get rid of the change. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's more of a hassle for me to have this 80 cents than to just put it in this tip jar. And obviously, companies know that, right? Uh, which is why they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, what about a uh, bathroom attendant? Have you ever experienced a bathroom of attendant? Of course, of course, <laughs> all the
1: all the time. I mean, you remember when we when we were in Austria. Yeah. I mean, you weren't really the nightclub type of guy, not that I'm a huge nightclub type either, but I went there a few times, and a lot of the nicer nightclubs in Vienna would have a, uh, I don't know, Putzfrau, a to- I don't know what the correct term is, uh, Toilettenfrau? <laughs> I, know,
0: I have no idea. <laughs> I hope that's Toilet not lady. it. lady? That's probably not. <laughs> um, but
1: yeah, you know, so so a lot of times, and once again, though, that was also just loose coins. Maybe I'd toss them a
0: euro or, yeah. or you know, that's 50, 70 cents. That's such odd interaction the it in is. the bathroom thing but I, they I keep them need... clean they keep them clean you know I is mean... that really what is there what, what they're there for I, yeah it, yeah it, it's because like club bathrooms get dirty so fast yeah make sure there's enough tp you don't want to be stuck Handing at the club without, a mint without enough tp and a condom as you walk out
1: <laughs> <laughs> well that's the do- doorman's door uh, job i guess giving you the... a
0: spritz of uh some shitty cologne that they have in there
1: Did I ever tell you about... uh, I never told you about the nightclub I went to Uh -uh. in China, did
0: I? No. Oh,
1: my God. Okay. And this is an example where I didn't give a tip, but they did have people that worked at the nightclub that uh, this place... I kid you not, Jared. You went in and the bathrooms were super swanky. It had like marble walls and it was just super fancy. And then when you left the bathroom, there was like a circle area where they had the sinks... And then by the sinks, they also had small individual bottles of mouthwash. Mm. Um, just chilling there, they had like nice I, towels. I mean, that's
0: that's that's better than the cologne. The that actually seems very useful for all these uh, young drunkard children right. that are probably throwing up in the bathroom. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but yeah. Yeah, oh so, yeah, that's the first thing I thought of when you said mouthwash. I was like, yeah, it's probably right. for the, for that. I guess Come I, back was thinking, out fresh. Puke I was thinking. I was
1: thinking more so, you know, if you take a take a nice lady or gentleman home with you, you want to make sure your breath is
0: smelling good. I didn't even think about the puking yeah, part. That but, 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 <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, They want to make sure their breath smells good because they drank too exactly. much and threw up in the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, but but
1: there there was also no uh, plate. Usually, it's like a small plate where yeah. you put
0: your money down on. Um, and it's, it's just such a weird situation because i i'm never yeah, it is. like w- because uh club bathrooms are usually tight and and just annoying to to walk around and to begin with now the one you're in that sounds very nice but like they're usually a club bathroom is not a fun place to be and so mm-hmm. it's like now i gotta like in the bathroom pull out my wallet swipe through some some cash and mm-hmm. like it's just a it's just like a it, it's it's almost as high stress like i'm almost trying i'm almost trying to get out of a club bathroom faster than i'm trying to get out of a uh, a taxi in central park new york you know like right. that's almost a more high stress situation where it's like let me get in and get out of this place as fast as possible <laughs> right and i was like i don't want to interact with anyone in a, in a bathroom um, nope definitely not uh okay how about have you ever valeted a car before
1: of course not, Jared. You know the car have I drive. You, we'll you know the, the car ride. I drive.
0: <laughs> it's valetable. <laughs> I, I mean, it is. But I, it's I not don't see so the terrible point. that you have to be, that you could you couldn't hand the keys to someone and have right. them park it. It's like, sir, we have no spot big enough for this thing. I mean, um, I do kind of drive a boat. Have you ever dealt with like a concierge at a hostel or a hotel or something like that? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. And and the the rule of thumb in a lot of countries in Europe and in the U.S. I don't think it's the same in a lot of places in Asia, um, but in in the U.S. and in Europe, uh, generally the rule of thumb, Jared, is like a buck per bag. So you know, if they help carry two, three bags up, you know, if they oh, can help you carry three bags, you know, different. Be three different. That's different.
0: That's like bellhop and oh, a right. concierge so is more like, like the, a host, or like, it's like a, the person that like helps you find. Uh, find things to do in the city, or like tells you the best restaurants. You know they'll be like sitting at a table mm. by the uh, front desk, usually at a nice hotel, and you can go there and I, be like, I have, I, I have not tipped them. No, I haven't tipped them either. I mean, I've never lived a. Once again, I've never lived a uh, wealthy enough lifestyle. I feel like well, well, I guess h- hostels have have it too. It's not even just a rich person thing. Yeah, but I, I think at a hostel there isn't that culture to tip the. That's it's it's such a there. weird. Th- yeah. That's another weird one though too because it's like. You're paying someone because they told you a good place to eat food, or they like told right. you about like a great show happening in the city tonight. You know, right. so like now I have to. And they say here if if the concierge has secured impossible to find tickets to a Broadway show, then yes, slip them a ten or twenty dollar. Is bill. that even a thing though? I was like, yeah, I guess if they got me like tickets to a sold out Hamilton show on Broadway, uh, right. and I th- and I like. Came back into the hotel crying, being like, I thought I was going to go to Broadway or see Hamilton on Broadway and I can't see it. It's my life's dream. And they're like, right. look behind them and they're like, all right, I got something for you. Don't right. tell anyone. And then maybe I'd be like, <laughs> maybe then I'd slip them a, a tip. But that's the truth. At that if point, you,
1: you got to slip them a Benjamin if they do that but for you, Jerry. Exactly.
0: I mean, those tickets are probably going to be at least a thousand dollars. So tipping a right. hundred is not even that big of a percentage. Ten percent, exactly. Right. So, but the thing is, it's like, yeah. But if, if if I'm asking like, what are some good restaurants around here that serve good Italian right. food, and they give me three options, I'm not going to slide them. That almost seems insulting. Although. Well, we'll get to that later. I do well, like the well, idea. It's,
1: I, I do like that you mentioned that, though, Jared, the idea of it's insulting, because in different countries, it can be seen as insulting if you simply give someone a tip. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember in China, there were a few times where I we chatted the uh, cab driver maybe 20 quai more, which is not that much more. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's maybe. Uh, let's see here last I checked it used to be seven seven to one with us so if it's 20 so it's only a couple bucks it's not that much it's like three three dollars give or take right wait why um,
0: I thought the I thought it was RMB was there a Kwai is more of a slang term. Oh, Kauai that's like, is bucks. Kinda like bucks. Exactly. Okay. Now you know,
1: Jared. That's the cool slang when you're traveling <laughs> throughout Asia. Is well, well that's China, that's three dollars, three dollars right. and yep. five cents. Exactly. So, and there were plenty of times where I would give them, you know, like once again, round up. As an American, I would round up, and a mm-hmm. lot of cab drivers would actually send me that money back. Yeah, they, you know, and so, and it was, it wasn't even that
0: much. It's like just, just take it. And a lot of them, you know. I think it's just because culturally. Yeah, but you saying just take it. They could say the same thing. They're like, I didn't ask. Like, this is not right. how much it is. You just take it. I don't. <laughs> this is- exactly. I-, I get it. I get how how it could. I definitely understand how it could be insulting. And I- and I I honestly think that. In the U.S. here, we we have a very tip obsessed culture. You know, you, there there is something sort of about gracing the palms. You know, I, I sort of fantasize about going to some some fancy restaurant that's full and like sliding the uh, sliding the host like a hundred bucks. Like you know, like oh, how long until for a table? It's like oh, we're booked up tonight. And then you like you know shake their hand and be like, no, but really, how long for a table? And they're like. Give us ten minutes. You know, I I, I I fantasize that about that. But but I think in general, the, the we're like we're a very tip obsessed culture. And mm-hmm. and I, I don't think it's I don't think it's it's really a, the the greatest for human interaction. You know, it puts it puts the average person in sort of this position of power a lot of times. And and, and it sort of holds the employee as some sort of hostage to the customer. Right, and 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 I, I and I think I, I like the idea of countries like I think Australia is another one too where they they don't tipping is kind of insulting where it's like, uh, that, you know they, they get paid a, a living wage, <laughs> believe it right. or not, for, well, uh, that's, for, that's for their job. The, that's
1: the key is that a lot, at least the U.S., the reason why we have so much tipping culture is to compensate for the fact that our servers don't make a livable wage on their salaries alone. Right, um, it's specifically set up
0: for tipping to be a necessity.
1: Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, I don't know what would be better or worse economically. You know, I'm not. I don't own a restaurant. I don't know enough about all that stuff to really say. But I wonder if it would be better to follow the model that other places do. Which is where you just you have either a five, ten percent, fifteen percent, whatever service charge that's included on the bill. For example, um, or if you just up the price of food a little bit. You know, I'm not sure yeah. mathematically how much that would have to be,
0: but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it benefits the employer to pay their emplo- You know, put the you know pay their employees as little as possible. So mm-hmm. I understand why there's no interest in your average restaurant to do it but that's just a terrible system that's been set up that allows right. that that to happen um i i have heard th- this this might be a stereotype let me know if you've heard this okay uh you know europe is also a a, a tipping culture nowhere close to as much as we are here in the u.s you know at right. a restaurant right. if you're gonna tip uh mostly of what you're doing is just, just rounding up to the nearest uh Dollar, or maybe adding a couple dollars on, or you know, euros or whatever on top of that. They're not really expecting 20, 15% uh, tip. I so that to be that being said, they do accept tips and whatnot. I have heard that a lot of uh, European waitstaff enjoy serving um, Americans at restaurant. Yeah, we tend to tip better because we we tip like like we're in America, which is more than uh, than most Europeans would ever expect. Right.
1: Well, well, you know. I remember the first time I really learned about this concept, Jared, was in my high school German class. Shout out to uh, Frau Z. She was a great German teacher. Um, and I would not be here. We would not have this podcast, actually, Jared, to be honest <laughs> with you, if it was not for uh, Frau Z being such an Shout awesome out. German teacher and uh, getting me into German. But, anyways, I remember she taught us the German word for a tip, which, uh, sorry to put you on the spot here, Jared, but do you remember what the German word for tip is? I have no idea. That's because you don't have to tip in Germany as much, <laughs> so you don't have to know it. <laughs> uh, the word is Trinkgeld, which you can translate ah, that for me. Oh, drink money. Drink money. So it should basically be enough for your server to buy themselves uh, a brewski or, or mm. a glass of wine, you know, and uh, well... yeah. I guess in the past, that was probably more true because I think alcohol used to be a lot cheaper in the past. Sure. You know, nowadays, you know, a beer can cost you anywhere from 1 to 5 euros, depending on yeah, where you are in Germany. Yeah, an extra Euro
0: 50 for right. you to get a beer.
1: Right. A lot of times, though, in, in Europe, it's it's like round up. So, you know, if your meal and your drink cost you, I don't know, uh, 9 euros and 10 cents or 15 cents, I might just round up to 10. Um, yeah. And for Americans, we, we think that would be too low. Um, mm-hmm. On the inverse, though, I do hear stories about – a lot of people in the U.S. or in Europe sometimes complaining about Asian tourists being very uh, not very good tippers because mm. in a lot of Asian countries, they just don't tip as much, um, so they're not as accustomed to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, which which makes sense. It definitely makes sense. It's the same thing as as um, you know us Americans going to Europe. Or even going to like uh, an Asian country and insulting someone with the tip right. that we give, you know. I I
1: will say this though: this is a, a good rule of thumb if you're in a country that doesn't tip, or if you're especially like in Asia, a lot of places in Asia, China, South Korea, Japan, um, tipping is fairly uncommon. But if you're ever at like a high end restaurant or high end hotel, like it seems like these really luxury places, Jared, where you're already paying top dollar, like where at you are right point, now. R- right exactly like my fine dining <laughs> establishment here i had to rent out the whole place you know because of covid and everything so uh you know, i'll be giving them a very good tip <laughs> um you know very very good tip but um yeah and so so i think then it's uh it's obviously always kind of you know traveler discretion you know try to make a good you know game game day decision on that but mm-hmm. at the same time you know if you are in a more upscale place uh, I don't think tipping is generally as as frowned upon as if you're in more of a, a
0: standard place in Asia. In Europe, you, oh, oh, in Asia, okay, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, yeah. That I, I I could I could understand that. Mm-hmm. I, I think because it's that more of just that, like it, it's a different culture than just the Chinese culture at that point. There's right. now you're you're at, there's like a rich person culture. In well, there. The, the funny
1: <laughs> right, but the funny thing is too, Jared, is that it seems like a lot of even Asian countries where they do tip. I think a lot of that is because these are places where a lot of Western tourists tend to congregate. So yeah. because you have a lot of Western tourists, they start to do it. People start to get used to it. it that's how it becomes common, right? So
0: yeah, you know. So what it's interesting the, how that works. What about the the uh, like there? Are, there are celebrities that that are known for like the the ultra tipping celebrities, and then like right. the terrible tipping celebrities. Right. I just heard recently that um. I think it's Donnie Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg's brother, mm-hmm. uh, gave a two thousand dollar tip at, at a at like a Jersey Mike's or something like that. I don't know if it was exactly a Jersey okay. Mike's, but it, the the it, the bill was not you know obviously a two thousand dollar tip right. bill. Dude, uh, I'm not gonna lie though. One day when I get to be that you know have have higher uh,
1: better finances, I would love to eventually surprise someone with like a like a. I don't think I would drop two grand on a tip. But like even even just a 100, 150 bucks, you know, on a tip mm-hmm. to surprise somebody or make somebody's day or week or
0: whatever, you know, um, I think that's kind of a cool gesture. Um, there's, a, there's I mean, a you could g- do that now if you wanted to, like you could just out I of mean, nowhere I could. drop an ex- like fifty bucks on a on a on a tip obviously you're not bowling where you can just do that at every meal right but it's definitely not impossible for you to do that I mean, every I once could, in a while I could do don't that act every like once in a while like you need to well, be a millionaire but, right i mean <laughs> to you don't 100 you, bucks you don't but you know
1: <laughs> at that point if i'm if i'm dropping that kind of money i would rather i, I don't know but my whole point I understand here is what that, you're saying i yeah I'm just my whole point yeah <laughs> is that it, it's 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 a fantastic feeling i think if you can help people out and be one of those generous tippers uh, i do want to mention a couple more things though about asia because uh, i think some of these are kind of interesting so um, apparently in japan uh occasionally jared if you try to tip at a restaurant you're serving i could see this for sure happening in china as well uh, your server might chase you down trying to give your money back mm. um, now here's well, another interesting to you one. in the
0: taxi essentially
1: right well well they didn't chase they could just send sure but yeah um in south korea you can tip five to ten percent at western style restaurants but if you're uh, at Mm. a more traditional korean restaurant uh you
0: don't have to, and, and that's I, kind of funny because mm-hmm. it's right. like, yeah, you're at a you're at a burger joint. So we it's this American restaurant, and right. we're 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 really sticking to the American theme here. So give us some extra give money. Us, that's right. Give us the tip. <laughs> um, you want that American style? You want that American experience? We're well, giving you, you give the give me full 20%. experience. <laughs> exactly. I will say this though,
1: too, Jared. I think in the U.S., a lot of spas and salons, and also barber shops for dudes. These are places where you'll tip. Whereas, you know, I, I can tell you I, I got a few uh, few Chinese massages when I was over there. You don't tip over there. I got a few mm. massages in uh, Indonesia. Um, and in Indonesia, it's not expected, but I did give them a small tip, um, which is funny because 20,000 rupiah is like about one – well, it's a, I don't know if it's more or less than one U.S. dollar, but, you know, it's just funny giving someone, you know, a bill that says 20,000 on it. mm mm-hmm.
0: um, you know? I have a bill in here from Tanzania that I don't. Remember, I can't find it, but it's like ten thousand. But it's like you know, a couple right. of cents essentially. Right.
1: I do think, though, some places why some places in Asia might, uh, and I can't really speak for South America. And I think in South America, a lot of places they do do some tipping. I think five to ten percent or five to fifteen. But I think some places it's considered an insult because it's like here's this you know foreign tourist kind of flexing, and you know mm. here and and it's almost like. I think I think to some people it, it comes off as almost like you're looking down on them. So it's like, oh, you need this money. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, look, I understand. Any, mm-hmm. Right. Anybody he, that, could use
0: the money, but this know. is why I don't like the whole concept of, of tipping because it, it does add that level of power. And even if you're not some sort of rich person, it makes you feel like you, oh, like like um, like you have some sort of power over someone. Right. It, is, it is sort of insulting right. where it's like, oh, you think now that. You gave me an extra twenty dollars. I'll just like wait. Like I'll just be extra special to you. It is. It is very insulting, and 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 I. I, But now, how do you feel about this uh, stereotype? Mm -hmm. This stereo or 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 this this the people this trope that people say, um, that service here in the United States tends to be better because of our tipping structure than a lot of other countries. I would I would disagree with that. I would say that. I disagree as well. I
1: would say what it does, Jared, is it makes dining culture here more rushed. Yes. Um, Maybe not necessarily other services. Maybe it does. I'm not sure. But I know at least with dining culture... Uh, I mean, if I had a dollar every time a waiter or waitress brought me the bill before I asked, and then they said, no yes. rush, you know, mm. but of course, of <laughs> course, sure, there's no rush. Um, you know, but but when that happens, it's because they, in order to make more tips, they need to sell. It's all about volume. Uh, yeah, the turnover about, is key. Exactly. It's not about, uh, and granted, I haven't actually, you know, eaten in a restaurant since... It would, have, it would have actually been, I think the last time I ate at a restaurant, Jared, was when I was in uh, or uh-huh, No, that's, that's not true. That's not true. I ate at a yeah, restaurant with you and Shane. That was <laughs> yeah. the last time I ate inside a restaurant when I was with you and Shane. Shout out to my boy Shane and my buddy Kyle as well. When we mm-hmm. all went to that one place, Imperial, I think in, uh, in yeah. Ferndale, right? Or Royal mm-hmm. or wherever it was. Uh, Ferndale, that was the yeah. last time. Um, and so... So it's be, it's been a while, but yeah, but the, nothing's my, changed. I don't think that's right. ch- I don't think. I mean, the right.
0: co- the concept of turnover has changed because most restaurants don't let people in. But obviously, right. I think that that has not changed. Right. Um, and yeah, I don't and that's think thing. faster service is better service either. No, the thing about a lot of European restaurants, in my experience, is once you like once you're there, that's that's your table for the night. So yep. they'll they'll turn it over long if as you, you want leave. it. Right. right, yeah, exactly there's yeah, and so there there's no there's no there's a lot more of a culture and this is at a, a lot of different, in a lot of different European countries there's a much more of a culture of if you need something, let us know. we're yeah. not gonna but but we're not gonna hover over you and right. it's it's m- way more about the experience than it is about, you know, getting you quick service. Quick service a lot is something of hovering that's not, in the US, which drives I think the, me nuts. Yes. I think the reason why it's we say that our service is better here in the United States is because our culture be- because of the way that everything is set up, our culture does value quick service. So like the idea of waiting another 30 to 40 minutes like you get your salad and then your final you're like your main course doesn't come out for another 30 or 40 minutes mm-hmm. is re- is ridiculous here but then right. like if Americans you Americans would straight up get angry dude but then i get angry mad. sometimes like in um in America when you're still on like your your salad or something and they're already bringing out your main course and you haven't even finished like the starter that makes me angry and then right. now you got like two plates on the table that you got I hate that. It's all crammed. Uh, yeah, exactly. They're moving stuff around so you can- <laughs> Right. And I'm like you couldn't have waited like 5 or 10 minutes for me to at least finish the first thing I'm eating. And so and maybe it's just cuz I Spent a, a bit of time growing up in in, my, uh, in the European culture that I, I've gotten used to it, but I, I hate that that rushed feeling that, that you get when, when they do that. So so I, I agree with you. I don't think that it's a, a measure a measure of or good or bad service. It's just cultures value, different speed of service. Yep.
1: Yep. And what's considered comfortable and all that good stuff.
0: Definitely. Have you been Have you been on tours like tours uh, like touristy tours in, in various countries? Um, like guided tours,
1: you mean? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a while; it has been a very long time. I prefer now to just go on my own and and kind of yeah. check it out myself. But the the guided tours we went on, I can tell you, I went with MSU in twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen when I was so teaching you're not German be over there. Them, man. Well, well, well. The program we did tip who are whoever the the guide was. Um, sure, because, but you didn't, you know. right? Right. Well, yeah. but but I mean. Well, I guess technically I didn't because I was actually working for the program, but the students did. I mean, oh, where uh, do you yeah, think that they, money they, came yeah, from? That's you know? Sure, 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 you sure. Know? Sure. Um, and actually you know what the the one summer i was actually taking a course so i bet you some of that
0: money that i paid for my independent study could have gone towards that too maybe but I either went, way um, yeah i went on a walking tour when i was in toronto last year actually almost exactly a year ago coming well, new year's it would be and mm-hmm. it was great i mean that was the first at least as an adult walking tour i've been on that you know uh and i thought it was really cool did it make you feel old no because everyone there was about i was about our age for the okay. most part um, but I didn't tip, but now that I'm looking at these list of tips, uh, mm-hmm. I, maybe I feel like an asshole. Although he did say, it seemed like he cared more about five star reviews than he did tips. Granted, that makes he's sense. not going to ask for tips, I guess. Right. But it, it, that, and that's one, another, it's a, such a weird line for me between trying to be jet, like thanking someone for their... For their uh, what they've done, and and it being almost insulting, you know, like the whole like like when you slide people money in certain situations, it almost gives off that vibe of like that buy yourself something nice, you know, like like you're welcome (laughs) before you know before they even say thank you, (laughs) right, right, and here you go, and it's like like I understand that our culture has made giving people money like a way to show appreciation. Mm-hmm. But it does some, but it can also easily come off of con- as condescending or patronizing or something, um, and it's just like I very I, I, much like, so. I don't yeah. know where that line is sometimes. And I was in Canada, you know, maybe it's more insulting in Canada, where it's like, oh, I just do it for the love of it, eh? You right, know? <laughs> right. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> as we all know, Canadians hate money and they're afraid right. of the dark. Right. I hope. I hope you. Uh, I hope you.
1: When you tipped your walking tour guy, I hope you were just like. Go get yourself a nice uh, Sherwood hockey stick and some maple <laughs> syrup, eh? Hope that's what you said to him when you gave him a tip. Oh man, if we uh, had any Canadian listeners, we probably just lost all of them from that. So my apologies <laughs> to all of our homies. What's in a Canada. Shur- is
0: Sherwood's a brand.
1: It's a hot, yeah, brand of hockey ah, okay, stick. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yep, <clears throat> yep. But yeah, yeah. I mean, tipping is it's very different um, around the world. I think it's really good and very important to you know do your due diligence and do your homework before you go somewhere. Uh, and figure out, you know, should you be tipping or not? The other thing you, I think that's did, really important, Jared, is always keep, regardless of where you are, sorry to sound like an, like an old man or giving some dad advice here, even though, <laughs> even though I'm not a dad, but um, I think it's always good to have some cash on you. Like just have mm. 20 bucks or, you know, 40,000 rupiah if you're in Indonesia or, or you know, a couple hundred Kwai or RMB if you're in China you know, maybe maybe thirty, forty euros if you're in Europe. You know, just just in case. You know, you never know. Just Regardless in case you need tipping. to grease
0: some palms and. That's right. That's right. And wheels. You get in some <laughs> trouble. You know, you can find your way out of it, Jared. That's for sure. I mean, that's a great. That's a great tip. Mm-hmm. Um, you better believe it. For some reason, my drops aren't coming through. Um, anyway, uh, that is a great tip it, to to always have some walking around money on you. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that a hundred percent yeah most most definitely uh do you want to talk about the song of the pod i do yeah
1: let me uh let me pop it up here the song of the pod for this week is um i think it's pronounced "Dadi Freo." you betcha there we go uh and gang Gagnam gagnamidjeet I think. I'm not sure how you pronounce the Now I need to pull this up and see. Who's I'm not even
0: looking at it right, right. now. But.
1: Um, but yeah, but the name, the title of the song is called Think About Things, and uh, the music video is quite something. Um, it, it starts off with, uh, it looks like a family actually hanging around for like the Christmas holiday, so I feel like it's very apropos. Uh, although mm-hmm. the song did come out uh, actually on Valentine's Day, Jared, February Fourteenth, Twenty Twenty, but the song starts out with this little girl playing like a flute or a recorder, uh, and then the the what I assume it to be probably the dad uh, announces that uh, announces something. I, they're speaking. Do you know Norwegian, language? I think is? Norwegian. No. Right? No. Nope. Is,
0: is it Danish? Well, no. I I'm just going off of where they uh, for Freyer from, mm-hmm. and uh, that person is Icelandic that's right that's right icelandic Mm -hmm. and
1: uh uh, so how would you describe
0: the song jared um i'd say like it's it's definitely got like poppy vibes but it's good i I wouldn't call it a banger but it definitely i definitely feel like i could hear this playing at like a like a college party you know yeah yeah and i think that probably the most
1: notable thing about the song to me is the bass line Mm. Um, but, you know, it's funny. They're all wearing, like, these green Christmas sweaters yes. uh, or holiday sweaters. Don't want to offend anybody. Um, you <laughs> don't, know. don't give in to the war on Christmas, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> We're not going to lose to this <laughs> war, Jared. Um, but, yeah, so, so they're wearing these. And they're, they're, it's funny. The logos on the sweaters are their, are their faces or their yeah, personalities. Like, kind of like right. S- right. old video
0: game versions of their faces mm-hmm.
1: almost. Right. And they're standing in front of the family. And the one, the one uh, girl in the band has a guitar, um, but I think the thing that really drew me to the song, Jared, was just the funky bassline to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does have a, it does have a very uh, like catchy beat to it for sure.
1: And it starts off kind of slow with just sin- uh, synths and the, the singer singing a little bit. It's this really tall, uh, uh really tall Icelandic dude with long blonde hair. Yeah, flowing um,
0: in the wind. Yep, very majestic. And
1: then once that bass line starts to kick in and, and it has like a little
0: tambourine shaker, it kind of sounds like. Those um, sweaters are part of their uniform. I just Googled the, the band, and every picture is they're wearing that, that same outfit. Really? Or like okay. a version of it, right. essentially, with their faces on it like that. That's their that's that's their uniform. Okay, that's their go-to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you got to have branding. I respect that's it. That's
1: true. Definitely. So, yeah. And, and the Seems thing like I like about it, too, is the the harmonizing between the male and the female singers is fantastic mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good tune. I didn't... Yeah, Icelandic kind of pop funk. They're all dancing in front of the family, and the family's kind of looking at them. They don't really know what to expect. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And there was a really funny comment, Jared, on YouTube. Uh, somebody posted something along the lines of like... Um, this guy, this guy, he was in the front of the music video because he was uh, finally, finally uh, got revenge for having to stand in the back row for all the pictures, <laughs> which I thought was a funny, funny comment. Oh, on I that. see it.
0: The video was his revenge for always having to stand in the back during class pictures. Yep, yep.
1: Because I mean, this dude is definitely a, a lot taller than yeah uh, everybody else in the band, and some of it to his camera perspective because he's
0: further out front as well. Well, I imagine if they're all Icelandic. He's probably seven foot, and the people that look short are. probably... Probably just like 6'4". Right. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, but
1: yeah, but this song, it's definitely like a, an upbeat kind of song. It's got some cool horn uh, sections to it. Funky bass line. Um, definitely, definitely a good one. If you're going out uh, to eat or, you know, going out somewhere where you need to be tipping somebody, this is a good one to uh, <laughs> listen to on the way. Does this is good tipping sure. music? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. right. That's right, Jared. You better believe it. You better believe it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, check that out on our song of the pod playlist. Uh, I'm gonna pop it up there right now, Jared. Um, you and, betcha. Uh, check that out. Uh, it is, I think it's Dadi Frere is the way you pronounce that. I think. Is uh, um, that is that letter
0: after the A a D?
1: That's uh, I, I think it's almost like a th sound.
0: Oh, Daddy. Oh, but, Dadi. but They don't. They don't go. Uh, Do they
1: not? Are you sure? Did you listen I, I, to the guy talk? I have no idea. Before they. Uh, no Either way, idea. I'm not sure what the correct pronunciation. <laughs> but check it out on our uh, song on the pop playlist. It's definitely a good one, and you will enjoy it. Um, so, last thoughts about tipping. Um, I think the the answer to our tipping situation in the U.S. Uh, really comes down to the fact that we do not pay certain uh, people enough money. Therefore, uh, it you know is, they need tips to survive. Uh, especially, and in the it's restaurant a way industry. of getting what
0: you mm-hmm. want too, though. Like it's a way of like um, I don't want to say manipulating people, but of like kind of pushing your way to the front of the line. Almost, I feel like. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, and in the U.S., as we
1: kind of talked about, I would say, ten to twenty percent, uh, somewhere around there. Ten for really abysmal service, and twenty percent for really good service. I would say. <laughs>
0: Um, I, struggle to, I really struggle to give a low tip when I feel like it's deserved. A little part of me feels like, well, this person, like, I, I, don't, I hate having such control even if it was bad service because this person mm-hmm. still is working. And then also right. I feel like there's a little part of me that here in the U.S., uh, black people also get a bad rep for, uh, as far as tipping goes. Mm. And I always feel like every tip I do is for the black community on, as a whole. Maybe that's why I'm a natural 20% tipper. Because I feel like I'm representing the entire Black community every time I eat at a restaurant. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's a, big, a pretty big that's burden a big shoulder, there, Jared. <laughs> that's for sure. That is for it's sure. Like ever, I, I'm, I'm trying to shatter every person's perception every time I order a right. Falafel. I didn't realize that was a. I didn't realize that was a stereotype.
1: Um, I had uh, no yeah. idea about that. Sure, of that's course. That's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see here. I think if you are. Um, If you are in uh, an Asian country, uh, I would look and see and if there's a service charge, which for a lot of restaurants there could be. Don't bother with the tip. Um, Really, I think unless you're at a very upscale place or even like a more Western place, then you can consider tipping. But it really depends on where you are. Um, and and all that so make sure to do your homework people before you go out so you're not insulting anyone by doing something that uh, to you is uh you know just culturally normal so uh so yeah do you have any any uh any other two three four five cents to add here Jared add your final tip to our episode um, no i I think he I think he said it all right well let us know uh what your philosophy on giving tips uh is at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com you can slide into our dms on twitter untranslatable one the number one you can also check us out on instagram untranslatable podcast for all sorts of pics and clips and great stuff there uh and lastly please five-star reviews on itunes and stitcher let us know how we can make this podcast better for you so as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, "Die kuya me, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos I'm excited for
0: tomorrow's episode or mm-hmm. next episode. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a I mean, I'm not a big fan of School Spirit, but I'm excited to talk about It'll it.
1: It'll be fun. It will definitely yeah. be fun. I think School Spirit is, is a very, very American thing. Yes. Um, school Spirit. Yes, without a doubt. For sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.